Welcome to Life Study of the Bible with Witness Lee, a program brought to you by Living Stream Ministry, featuring the ministry of Watchman Nee and Witness Lee. After serving together in China for nearly 20 years, Watchman Nee was imprisoned by the Chinese government and remained there until his death in 1972. Following his imprisonment, Witness Lee carried on the ministry in Taiwan and eventually in America and around the world. His life's work included a thorough life study of the entire Bible. Before we join today's program, we'd like to give you our toll-free number. That number is 1-888-LIFE-STUDY. That's 1-888-543-3788. Now let's join today's life study. The Gospel of Matthew presents the kingly Christ unveiling the mysteries of the kingdom in the way of parables. But it also presents the rejection that this king suffered at the hands of religious and political establishments. After revealing what the kingdom of the heavens is and is not, the Lord also shows us the way or path required if we are to fully participate in his kingdom. And that path includes complete and utter rejection. Dennis Agashi has joined us once again. And Dennis, we have a marvelous word before us today dealing with how fully all of society rejected Christ the King. Welcome back to the program. Thank you, Chris, and I'm happy to be here. It seems like that when Christ would come, the whole world would accept him. Actually, it turned out the opposite, that so many rejected him. Dennis, we've had several tremendous programs uh, covering Chapter 13 and the parables of the mysteries of the kingdom. Today, we want to go on and begin to examine a little more closely this pathway that the King, Christ, followed into glory. His clear word tells us that whatever way he took, we also must be prepared to take the same way. According to the record that we have here in Matthew, Dennis, what kind of path can we expect? If you look at Matthew, Chris, you can see that the majority of the book of Matthew from chapter 12 through 27 really talks about this Christ who is king, rejected. He has been rejected his whole life. The Lord is the master, and we as the slaves shouldn't expect anything different from the master. If the master, who was our Lord, is rejected, we much more, his followers, will also be rejected. So the way to follow the Lord, as revealed in Matthew, is the way of rejection. It is not the way of acceptance, but it is the way of rejection. Well, Dennis, uh, the pathway to glory is certainly a path filled with rejection. We saw in chapter 12, how the Lord was rejected by the religion of uh, Jerusalem. And in this chapter 13, at the end of the parables of the kingdom, we find that the rejection takes another turn. Let's look at just a couple of verses here as we get ready for Witness Lee's portion. And when Jesus had finished these parables, he departed from there. This is verse 53 and going on. And he came into his own country and taught them in their synagogue so that they were astounded and said, Where did this man get this wisdom and these works of power? Is this not the carpenter's son? Is this not his mother called Mary and his brothers James and Joseph and Simon and Judas? And his sisters, are they not all with us? Where then did this man get all these things? And they were stumbled because of him. 
very difficult for the Lord even to be accepted among his own people from his own region. Let's join Witness Lee as we look further at the pathway to glory. Matthew is a book on the kingdom of the heavens. In Matthew 13, he has revealed the mystery of the kingdom. In other words, he revealed the mystery of the church, which is the life pulse, the very reality of the kingdom. Only those who loved him and who followed him and who were one with him got to see the mystery of the kingdom. But what is needed is this. The followers need to know the way to follow him. Peter, John, James, Andrew, and all the dear followers, the disciples, by that time, they need to know how to follow him. So, from the very end of chapter 13, what is revealed is the pathway to follow this rejected king. Up to this point, the record, Matthew, he has presented you. His genealogy, his birth, his youth, my, his recommendation, his anointing, his being tested, his ministry, and he revealed himself as this and that. As so many items, and eventually, even he opened up the mystery of the kingdom. From the end of chapter 13 to the middle part of chapter 17. This is a big section that gives us a clear map of the pathway to follow this rejected king. Where are you today? If today we are really honest and faithful to him, we should be on this way. Now we begin to see how to follow our rejected king. I tell you, the first thing, you have to pass through rejection. You have to be rejected. Because today, he is the rejected one. You have no choice. Don't try to be welcome. No one would welcome you until the glory comes. You'll be ready to be rejected. Rejection. Here, the first item is the increase of rejection. Since we came in the church, we have been rejected. But let me tell you, ah, the rejection will not reduce. It will not decrease. Rather, it will increase. Get yourself ready. I tell you, rejection after rejection. Dennis, we've had a marvelous unveiling through the first 13 chapters in Matthew, culminating with the unveiling of the mysteries of the kingdom. But now as we go on to chapter 14 and those chapters following, the Lord begins to reveal to us the way that we must be prepared to take in order to follow him if we want to be those that fully gain an entrance into the kingdom. Let's talk about this for a moment. It's interesting, Chris. I think we would expect that as we become a believer of the Lord and we become a lover of the Lord, that we would be warmly welcomed by society as a whole and by the world as a whole. But if we look at the 
example and the pattern of the Lord Jesus. And when we consider what our brother Lee has just shared, we can see the way to follow the Lord is the way of rejection. It is not the way of the warm welcome. And I believe this is somewhat contrary to our natural understanding. I think we have to be careful if we get warmly welcomed by everyone, because surely at this point of time, the Lord reached the climax of his rejection. He was rejected by everyone. And so I think this is an interesting thought that to see what Brother Lee has said, that the way to follow or the pathway to glory is really the pathway to follow the rejected king. Dennis, these parables in chapter 13 reveal the mysteries of the kingdom. And in that context, he made a comment early on in his speaking there, but really didn't develop it. I'd like to come back as it was an interesting point. He said something like this, that the Lord revealed the mystery of the church in revealing the mystery of the kingdom. And the church is the life pulse or the reality, the very reality of the kingdom. Develop this thought a little bit for us. I think it's interesting, Chris, that after the Lord faced the Uh, utter rejection there in chapter 12, he would turn his speaking of parables not to the rejecting ones, but he would turn his speaking of these parables and the mysteries, the very mysteries of the kingdom are unveiled to those who have some interest uh, to follow him. In in other words, the ones who were not rejecting him, the non-religious ones. And in chapter 13, he just opened up the mysteries of the universe. Right. Uh, which means that the Lord was not discouraged with this rejection, but in fact, he was almost anticipating it, yet he would still carry on his commission from the Father to still speak all the mysteries of God. And of course, at the end of chapter 13, you have the pearl and the treasure. They're alluding to the church, which is so precious to Christ. In spite of all the ones rejecting him, the Lord still has an interest for his purpose on the earth, which is just the church. Yeah, yesterday when we were on that topic to see that the the treasure there representing the kingdom was something hidden. It was hidden in the earth. Yes. And then the marvelous picture of the pearl, Yes. a direct picture of the church, something produced out of the wounding of Christ and this life element being secreted. This is the intrinsic side of the church. Of course, not the doctrinal side, not the truth side per se, but the real intrinsic life element of the church. Uh, is so perfectly represented by the pearl here. So the connection between the kingdom and the church is not accidental in this chapter. That's correct. Uh, This is what I so much appreciate about Brother Lee's ministry. It really brings out the intrinsic significance of God's Word, which is so helpful to all of us. Well, he has some more to say about this rejection, particularly that the Lord experienced in the verses we read a moment ago uh, back in his homeland after uh, being rejected so thoroughly by religion. He turns back to Galilee and once again experiences a rejection there. So let's go back to Witness Lee and take another look. The rejected king was rejected, firstly, by all the Jewish religionists. They rejected Christ to the uttermost. Why? Because they were fully occupied, possessed, and covered, and veiled by their religion. Religion was everything to them. So they couldn't realize, recognize this heavenly king. Then he uh turned to where? He turned to not the religion center. He turned to uh, Galilee, where he was raised up. He returned to such a place. 
gospel, when she turned to this place, this kind of place, even now, didn't welcome him. They also rejected him. Rejected him because of their natural knowledge. When they saw him, when they listened to him, they said, isn't this the carpenter's son? And we know his mother Mary. Don't we know his four brothers? James, Joseph, Simon, and Judas. We know everything about him. And they saw the wonders, the miracles he did. But they were occupied by their natural concept. The religious people were occupied by the religion, by the religious concept. And these people were occupied by their natural knowledge. If we are going to know Christ, if we are going to follow him, we have to realize religion is a kind of veiling, a kind of obstacle. And natural knowledge is a kind of obstacle. Let me say a word. The Lord Jesus didn't have any theological training. He was a carpenter's son. The very brother who held me so much, much more than everyone else, Brother Nee, he never had any theological training. Isn't this a carpenter's sin? Religion, natural concept, natural knowledge are the two big obstacles frustrating people to realize Christ. If you follow religion, you will stay in Jerusalem. If you follow your natural concept, natural knowledge, you will be in Galilee. But Christ will neither stay in Jerusalem nor remain in Galilee. He departed to the desert. In the desert, we only have the presence of Christ. And this is our enjoyment. Dennis, this is an incredible picture here, following these two kinds of rejection, that in Jerusalem of the religious ones, and then, of course, of those in Galilee. Uh, Verse 13 says, And when Jesus heard this, he withdrew from there in a boat to a deserted place privately. And when the crowds heard of it, they followed him on foot from the cities. Let's talk about these two different types of rejection, Dennis. What was behind them and ourselves, can we expect to have both of these types of rejection if we're serious about following him? Chris, you can see from the word there that the first rejection was in Matthew chapter 12, rejection by the Pharisees, as Brother Lee has already stated. Then when the Lord Jesus traveled to his very country where he was raised up in Galilee, There was also rejection. It wasn't as harsh as the religious rejection, but nevertheless, the result was the same. They did not reject him on religious grounds. They rejected him on natural grounds. They stated, don't we know his family? Don't we know his mother, his brothers and sisters? How can he say all these things to us? And so they were blinded by their natural knowledge of the Lord Jesus. They were preoccupied with their thought already. They've probably saw him growing as a boy into a man. So with that natural knowledge, the Lord was not able to do many works of power there, according to the word. And so it's hard to tell which is more worse, the religious 
rejection which we would all condemn, but even these ones, they knew him according to the natural knowledge, and they also had rejected him. So the Lord faced this rejection even from some of the family or some of the ones who he was raised up with there. Dennis, I think anyone who received the Lord at a stage in their life, uh, well, beyond receiving the Lord as a child, let's say, uh, maybe you're in your teens or 20s or 30s, and uh, you have this life-changing experience. Oftentimes, in going back to your family members or going back to your friends that knew you prior, those are the ones you have the hardest time with, isn't That's it? That's correct, because they know you the best. Exactly. They know how you were before, and they, know, they don't believe how you are now. Yeah, so it's that natural knowledge, uh, on even as it affects us, can also be a factor in the rejection that is part of this pathway. That's correct. Uh, this is a big frustration. I think a lot of um, people come to the Lord and you have this life-changing experience, and of course your desire to share this and spread this to your family and to your friends. Yes. And many times there's a big obstacle. Often a number of years have to go by. That's correct. So that they can really see uh, the permanence and the reality of this so-called life-changing experience, then that becomes a powerful testimony. Right, Chris. This means, on the positive side, Chris, this is an indication that we are following the Lord. I mean, this is an encouragement for all the young believers. If you really have a dynamic salvation, an experience with the Lord, you will be rejected. You will be misunderstood. But this is a positive factor because this means you're on the pathway. Amen. You're following Christ. Well, let's go back to Witness Lee for our last portion, Dennis. He departed from them to a desert. What is a desert? No culture, no religion. And I also I like to say no politics. Politics is always alongside with religion and culture. Following the rejection by the natural knowledge, you have the rejection by what? By politics. So in chapter 14, you have the rejection by politics. Firstly, religion established the rejection to its climax. Then natural knowledge followed. And then what? The politics coincided. The people of natural knowledge and the politicians, they didn't have a conference. But their rejections were just coinciding. The religionists, Pharisees, Sadducees, scribes, elders of the people in Jerusalem rejected the king purposely to the uttermost. And then the people of knowledge, natural knowledge, also rejected the king. Then the politician, Herod, the Tetrarch, he also rejected. By this section of the word, you can see my religion, natural knowledge, politics, all coincided together in the matter of rejecting Christ. Our eyes should be opened. In religion, there's no welcome to our heavenly king. In the natural knowledge, there's no place for him. In the rotten and dark politics in this generation, there's no play for this heavenly king. All the religion, the culture, the politics, all what in rejecting the heavenly king. These are 
two stations of our pathway. Have you seen the pathway? The first station is the rejection of the natural knowledge. Surely we have drive through. And the second station is the rejection of the politicians. Also, we have to drive through. Both situation compelled the heavenly king to retreat. He retreated. He departed from them to go to a desert. But do you think it was that only he himself went to desert? You read it. Still a crowd. Still a good following. Religion rejected. Natural knowledge rejected. Politicians rejected. But still a good following. Are you in this good following? Yes. Hallelujah. Dennis, I like the question he ended there uh, with, are you in this good following? Let's uh, come back to that just a second here. What we've seen now is a third element of rejection is now joined in to make the rejection of the king complete. And that was the rejection of corrupt and rotten politics. All of these rejections, Dennis, caused him to withdraw to the desert, a place that has no religion, has no culture, has no natural knowledge, and no politics. But even in the desert, and this is the point we want to talk about, uh, he had a marvelous following, those that were willing to also be rejected. It's a good pattern for us today, isn't it? It really is, Chris. It really is marvelous. I think Brother Lee summed it up correctly when he said that religion, culture, and politics all work together as one in rejecting the king. I think this is the only time they could be one, (laughs) which means that their source is probably the same uh, in all rejecting the king. They're all in accord to reject the living Christ today, not the religious Christ, not the historical Christ, but the living Christ among them. Uh, Chris, I'd like to make a comment here to see that even though the Lord withdrew to a desert, he was rejected by all three major groups of people, the Lord still withdrew to a desert to hide himself away from these elements of culture, religion, and politics, yet the Lord was not by himself, the Lord was there, and the followers were there. Because why? As Brother Lee spoke in the message that in the desert there is still the presence of Christ. And Chris, this reminds me of the Hebrews chapter 13 where it says that the Lord suffered outside the gate and that we go forth unto him outside the camp bearing his reproach. This is our experience. There's two striking phrases in the book of Hebrews, outside the camp and within the veil. Of course, the camp here is the religious camp. The Lord suffered, and we also should expect the same, suffering outside of the religious camp. But we are those, Chris, who follow the Lord. Throughout the history of these last 2,000 years, regardless of how many people reject him, there are always some who follow the Lord outside the camp to go within the veil. Within the veil is just the holy of holies, is just the very presence of Christ. I'm just so happy, Chris, that we have been, uh, have the Lord's mercy that today we could be the followers also, not expecting a warm welcome, but also taking the pathway of rejection. But our end result is that we enter into glory, we enter into the kingdom, and we have the Lord's dear presence. What a, what a glory, what an honor. What a way to take, right? We would much rather take this way than any other way.
Dennis, a lot of uh, Christians today are very occupied trying to reform these things, religion, culture, politics. But really, the Lord is looking today for just what he was looking for then. Those who would be in this good following, as our brother said, uh, we want to be counted in that column. Not necessarily as active reformers, but those following him and participating in this pathway to glory. Oh, very enjoyable program and wonderful fellowship, Dennis. I'd uh, just like to thank you for being part of it. Invite you back again. Okay, Chris, thank you. Uh, let me point out, we have material available for you on this topic and other topics. We'd love to tell you about it or to get your own comments. Our, our toll-free number is 1-888-LIFE-STUDY. That's 888-543-3788. Of course, you can write to us at Living Stream Ministry, Post Office Box 2121, Anaheim, California, 92814 or send email to radio at lsm.org Please join us again tomorrow Today for Dennis Agashi, I'm Chris Wild Thank you very much for listening Works of Watchman Nee are a source of spiritual revelation and supply to many Christians. In a new biography entitled, Watchman Nee, a Seer of the Divine Revelation in the Present Age, one of his closest co-workers, Witness Lee, writes about his life and work with valuable insight, observation, and detail. A Seer of the Divine Revelation by Witness Lee is available at Christian bookstores everywhere. Or you can order by calling one 888 543 3788